Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. It's Tina, and thank you so much, as usual, for hanging out with me today. It is early morning. My family's still sleeping. I It's funny to me because I record this video-wise um, so that I have it for YouTube, which we had been using periodically, even though like most of this is for the podcast that I put on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen to it. And so I only say that because as I record these, I literally... I just woke up. Like every single one of these episodes, if they do get like released on YouTube or whatever we decide to do with them, even in the little snippets that I use in like Instagram and Facebook, like, oh my God, every time my routine is to get up, brush my teeth, drink some water, make my coffee, and then I go like moisturize my face, put some like some sort of like lipstick or a lip gloss or something on because you guys know me and my my lipstick. And then I literally walk in here and start recording. So if there is ever like a consistent release of these podcast episodes, people are going to be like, does she ever take a shower or brush her hair? Like the truth is um, not when I'm recording. No, like this is step one for me. After this comes everything else that goes on with the day. So, So here we are and I kind of love it. So it's cozy. I'm still in my pajama pants. And again, I have my coffee and I love starting my morning this way because I feel like in a small way, like I get to hang out with you. Um, I wish it was in person. I so badly wish that we could do this so much more in person because I just love the energy and the vibe that comes along with meeting a person. There's just something so special about it. So I am pumped because I know a lot of us who are able to are going to be getting together in October. We just kicked off our training cycle as I'm recording this, we just kicked off our training cycle this week. We're finishing up week one and we are training for the Wicked 5K and 10K in Virginia Beach. And so many of us will be meeting there at the end of October. Some of us live near the area. Some people will be flying in. Some people will be driving in and we'll get to run that race together. And what's so fun about that is that both races, the 10K and the 5K, so the 10K is 6.2 miles and the 5K is 3.1 miles and they start at the same time. So we get to like wear some sort of themed costume, you know, that we do together. Last year we did Minions and I made Minion t-shirts and this year they're asking for, my runners have asked for 101 Dalmatians and they want me to be Cruella. So I'm not sure what that means. I'm just kidding. It's really cute. So anyway, we, we get to put our themed costumes together and then meet for those of us who can. Some of us do it virtually um, and still rock the little costume wherever it is. I say costume. It's a t-shirt. Um, likely with a tutu of some sort 
also involved because that's what we do for the Wicked. And it's so fun, but I love it so much because we get to be around each other. And there is nothing like surrounding yourself with people who just resonate positivity and lift you up. And that's exactly what what we're about. So it's kind of, you know, along the lines of what I'm going to talk about today, my the topic that I wanted to share today is a little less about running. I mean, it's all it's all related and running is definitely a part of what I want to talk about today, but I really want to reflect on a little bit of self-love and some positive affirmations and negative self-talk and and kind of just, you know, navigate through that for a little bit because I know it's a common challenge for all of us, runners or non-runners, soon to be runners, newly runners. It's it's so easy to get caught in that trap of that that negative self-talk and doubt. And so I wanted to spend some time talking about that today. Here's why this all came up, you guys. So you know that I, if you've been listening to me, you know that I've run for a very long time. I've only recently, about a year and a half, almost two years ago, started teaching people how to become runners, turning non-runners into runners, all under the precedence of like, this will help you to love your life. Like this is going to make you feel good about life. This is going to make you feel like you can do anything, like your confidence, your enthusiasm, your your goals, like all of it is so exciting and so fun and it gets to be a part of your life and people don't realize that. And it all started, of course, with my close family and friends. And I've talked about this for years, how I've, I've you told everybody who would listen, like you need to try running. It's so fun. You get to set goals, you get to, you know, go to races, you get to earn your medals. And so I've been saying this for years. And so two years ago, I decided to start like, okay, well, let's see if I can put something together and help you to take those first steps. And so I had my first group, we went through the process, you know, at this point, they're still running with me almost two years now. Um, Everyone in that group has run a half or full marathon by this point. Again, non-runners turned runners, which is so cool. It's like, it is my favorite my favorite group of people to work with. Um, So anyway, as I'm running this quote unquote business, which I have no idea what I'm doing, right? Like I know running from personal experience. I know school counseling because I'm a full-time school counselor during the school year. So I'm very confident in both of those aspects, but I'll tell you what I'm not confident in. And that is running a quote unquote business. I don't even like calling it a business. Um, I hate dealing with money. I I really just struggle with that part of, you know, getting the message out and it is part of the process. So even if I were to say like, okay, well, you know, it's marketing really, it's, it's spreading the word and it's growing your, your, your audience, uh, your base, like all of that. I don't even, I don't even like talking like that because I don't, that's not what I crave. Like I am not a social media person. I've never wanted to post everything on social media. What I post now, honestly is just to try to connect with my runners and to to be able to put some relatable content out there so people can feel like they get it, like they know me. And it's just part of what I have to do. And I have to do that because I know if I don't, the people who need this in their life will not find me. And I feel like that's part of my job and my mission is to make myself visible enough so that people can find me and those who need me, who need us, really our team, will know how to get to us and engage and and be in this place of being ready to make a huge transformation. And so what I've realized though is like the hardest part is putting that message out there over and over and over again, like consistently making myself visible 
for other people to find. But here's the crazy part. This is why I've chosen the topic that I chose today. I've hired several different business coaches to help me with this because, again, I'm not familiar with any of this and I need guidance. And so the first one that I had talked about a lot about, which it didn't click until now because I was so early on in the business, but she would say, tell them what they want, give them what they need. And it really has resonated so much these past couple of weeks. And I'll tell you why. Because when I put messages out there, when I put messages out there like, um, learn to love yourself through running, running can make you a more confident person. You can be a runner and learn to love life. Like all of those things, like that to me is the magic right there. Like loving life, loving your body, loving yourself, being kind to yourself, being proud of yourself, like all of those things, that's the magic right there. But I'm going to tell you right now that what people respond to, which makes me sad, I kind of get it, is what they quote unquote think they want. So when I say things like lose weight by running, everybody wants in, right? Everybody wants in. And it is so hard for me because I'm so against that. Not that I'm against you know, losing weight or changing your body or healthier habits. I'm not at all. I am against making running a weight loss tool because then you lose all of the benefits and the impact, the positive impact that it has on your life. And you lose that relationship with running that I'm really trying to help you develop. So I know that that's the message I, I, I honestly should put out there so that people can find me because that's what they want, Right tell them what they want, give them what they need. And then, you know, once, once you get them in here, then you can show them like, it's so much more than that. Like, and still it it all is true. Like you can lose weight with running. You will burn calories. You will be healthier. You will move your body more. You will make healthier choices because you feel better. But at the root of all of it, I don't want people chasing that, that, that need. Like I don't want that to be what determines if they're succeeding or not. Like, okay, well, I lost weight. So great. I love running. Running worked for me. I don't want it to be about that. And so I'm really struggling with this aspect. And I know it. And I say it every time I have a quote unquote launch, I say, I know that if I put out there before and after pictures or lose this much weight or like, I know all of that would bring people in. I just feel like it's wrong. Like I hate that so badly. And so that's where I am. That's what I'm struggling with right now as a business owner, trying to spread the message to get the people who need me to find me. And so then I've just been doing a lot of thinking about why is that? Why is it that we seek to change ourselves and fix ourselves, right? Like why does that draw people in? And it's always about weight loss, isn't it? It's always about beauty and weight loss. I don't know. It's just the way I guess our society functions, but I know that that's what people want. And it's crazy too. I've talked to, I've talked to some friends in the beauty industry, right? Hair, nails, um, estheticians, and people will drop so much money on a possibility of losing weight, right? Like there are these new injections I think that people have talked about where I don't even know what it is. I'm not even going to pretend to know what it is, but they are so expensive with the promise of like losing weight. And I'm like, people probably don't even know what's getting injected into their body, but like, Hey, if it works, like sign me up and paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And it's crazy because like 
That's what we are seeking. And to me, I mean, I just feel like that message to ourselves, like it sticks. Like that all resonates deep inside of us. That 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 need to to fix ourselves, to fix what's wrong with us. And and it turns into our negative self-talk, right? Like that becomes a part of how we see ourselves. Like I need to fix myself. So anyway, I'm really struggling with that. That's where I am. I have to work through how how to work on my messaging so that I can get that across in a way that draws people in, but lets them know like that's not our that's not our goal. That's not our mission here. And you don't you don't want it to be. You don't want that to be. And I think I do think that people who do join a lot of people still join me. My runners have joined me with the the um the goal of I want to lose weight. So I'm joining this and that's fine. And again, it does work, but I, I do think I've seen like a change in my runners. Like I will say that nobody who is currently running with me is running with me because like I have to lose weight. That's why I run. Like there's so much more to it. Like there is so much more to it. It does so much more for you. And I feel like we've gone through the process and they've discovered that. And I, I'm super proud of that aspect that they have learned and I've taught them that you're not going to base whether or not you go on a run or work out on what you eat or how many calories you had or how many calories you burned. Like we're not choosing our goals for that. We're not showing up for that. We're showing up for ourselves and all of the other gifts that running has for us. So I say all that because, I mean, this is where I am right now with, with that is my moral dilemma that I'm in. And I'm really trying not to go down that route, but also, again, wanting to wave my hands in the air and say, stop focusing on that. Come over here and let me show you how to love yourself so that you can have those feelings that you're chasing because we're ultimately chasing feelings of of acceptance, feelings of pride, feelings of confidence, self-esteem. Like We're chasing that, feelings of being worthy. So when we're trying to lose weight, when we're trying to fix ourselves, we are chasing that. We are chasing this idea that if I lose weight, then I will be worthy. If I lose weight, then I will be accepted. If I lose weight, then I will be proud. If I lose weight, then people will like me. Like that's what that's what that is that we're chasing. We are chasing that feeling. And I just hope that I can show you that that feeling can come without without the weight loss. Really. It can come without the weight loss. Like you can learn how to love yourself. And I just think that running is one of the best catalysts for doing that. I think there are there are there are several things you can do. Most importantly, it's moving your body and taking care of yourself in that way. But running just has a few extra, you know, a few extra components that make it a little more user-friendly as far as setting goals, checking off the boxes, completing them, and not having that letdown of like, if I don't do this every day for the rest of my life, then I'm a failure. So you just don't have the energy to keep going. It's it's little goals over and over and over again to reach bigger goals and then checking the box and reevaluating like what you need. So I'm going to go off on a tangent anyway. So I wanted to talk about some things that you know, you can do to cultivate that self-love and embrace your body as it is. Like that's what I want my message to be about today. Um, And so I made some notes of things that I think are the most helpful in supporting that, right? Like for instance, the negative self-talk, like switching our negative self-talk around because it comes so naturally and so quickly and so easy to us to practicing self-compassion by treating yourself the way you would treat a friend. And I I know you guys have heard that before. It's a very common thing to hear. So when you find yourself stuck in this cycle of this negative self-talk, like I'm too fat, I'm too old, I'm too whatever it is, all the things that you could say that you do say, like if you take a moment right now and think about it, I bet you can jot down so quickly five negative things that you continue to say about yourself and your body over and over and over again. Like I guarantee it comes to you like, like nothing. 
And then I want you, this is really a crazy exercise, but, and I'm even going to change it a little bit more. What if you had, let's say a child, right? Maybe it's your inner child, but let's say that you have a child in front of you who's repeating those same things to you, the things that you just thought about yourself. What if they were repeating that to you? Like, what would you tell that child that's repeating those things to you? Maybe it's your children you're thinking of or a niece or a nephew or just a child that comes up to you on the street. Like if they were saying those things, what would you say back to them? What would be those positive affirmations? So if you are listening to this and you're running, you can't write this down now, obviously. Maybe you can come back to this. But if you are able to, it might be a good idea to pause this for a second and actually do that exercise where you write down I don't know. Three things would be fine. Write down three things that you continuously say to yourself, some negative self-talk. And then I want you to imagine that your own child or another child that you either know or don't know says those things to you. How do you respond to that? What is it that you tell them when they they are believing that their value is tied to what they look like, when their value is tied to the way that their body is shaped, when they're their value is tied to what size they wear, when their value is tied to how much they jiggle. Like, what do you look down at that child and what do you say to them? And I want you to to pause this and, and write that down because I think that's so important. Because here's the thing, the only way we stop challenging those negative thoughts is to become aware of what they are they're telling our we are telling ourselves this consciously and subconsciously like it's happening constantly over and over in our heads and we need to replace them with kind compassionate positive thoughts to ourselves and so the go to way of doing this is by repeating positive affirmations right like you are strong you are loved you are beautiful you are kind you are perfect you are you know to either look in the mirror or make yourself some affirmation cards that you can read these on and so <clears throat> i always thought i've said to myself like okay well i can say all of these things but what if what if you don't believe them like does it still work and the truth is yes what we're doing by repeating those positive affirmations to ourselves ourselves is we are rewiring our subconscious thoughts. So if we continue to say them, you will begin to believe them. And we are already naturally wired to repeat those subconscious negative thoughts all day long over and over and over again. And we have to start replacing them with positive conversations, with positive things about ourselves, kindness, compassion, and love. And we have to do it often. And so you might feel so dumb doing that at first. I can't think of a better word, but honestly, it works. And so a couple of different ways you can do that. You can put a sticky note on the mirror. You can put a sticky note in your car. You can put sticky notes anywhere that you're going to be going throughout your day. As a reminder, you are strong. You are brave. You are beautiful. You are perfect. You are worthy. You are valuable. And and put them around you so that you're seeing those messages and rewiring those subconscious thoughts. And it takes time for sure. But it does work. And looking at yourself in the mirror, maybe you feel like you're lying to yourself. Like, well, what if I feel like I'm lying to myself? Like, it's okay. It's okay if you don't believe it yet. But we have to start putting those things 
around us and we have to start processing them through us so that we can start initiating that rewiring and start moving out the negative thoughts and replacing them with positive thoughts. Because again, we're already doing negative thoughts all day long, typically. I'm saying, I, I ta- I'm talking like this is everybody. And I think everybody does have moments like this for sure. Maybe other people are further along in their journey and they've practiced this enough to where like they don't have as much negative self-talk. To me, and I mentioned this in my last podcast episode, Um, to me, running has helped me to have a continuous positive conversation with myself because of what I'm doing and showing up for myself when it comes to running. And this is not, this is not like the running business I'm talking about like that. (laughs) I have so much negative self-talk when it comes to that because I'm so insecure about how to, you know, to run a business, like that's different for me. So that's something I'm working on. But when it comes to running in general, like that's easy for me because I've done it for so long. And those thoughts are already natural for me because I had to practice that for years now. I've had those positive thoughts. And I will tell you, like when I'm not running for whatever reason, like if something comes up or I've been too busy, like those negative thoughts will start to creep back in more. But And I'm not relating this to weight loss, you guys. It's not like, oh, well, when I'm running, I'm skinnier, so I feel more valuable. Not at all. Like, I have run through my highest weights, my lowest weights, my during pregnancy, after pregnancy. Like, I've run in all different kinds of capacities, and it still does the same thing for me. It still makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself, which makes me feel like that is my self-care, that is my self-love, that is how I get that emotional release, that physical release, like that is how I bring myself joy. And so through running, through showing up for myself consistently, because I get excited about new goals and reaching them, I in turn have a lot of positive self-talk. Occasionally, I might beat myself up about like that was a crappy run kind of thing. Um, but that's very rarely, it does happen because I'm human and this happens for everybody, but that's very rarely like running has given me such a gift where I have replaced so much negative self-talk with the positive affirmations that come with showing up and running and pushing myself and doing hard things and, and, and being, and feeling strong and confident. And so I'm telling you like, this is, I mean, of course you know this because you listen to me and this is me talking all the time about what running does for me. And I, and I really try to make this like, okay, well, because I know in some cases people can't run, right? Like, okay. So I truly believe if you find a way to move your body in a positive way that brings you joy, where you are able to sustain it because it's manageable and you can set goals that you actually reach like, like cycles, right? Like training cycles and then, and a way to celebrate those goals. Like I think it could work for you. Running has just been that for me, but all in <laughs> tied into that though, when you're outside and you're among the trees and, and nature and all that oxygen in the air and the sunlight, like all of that matters and the vitamin D, like that's having an impact too, a positive impact on the way that you feel inside and outside. And I just, that's why I just feel like it is the perfect exercise. And if you can't run, you can walk or you can bike, which you guys know, those are my staples. If I can't run, if someone tells me I can't run, I'm going to start biking and walking and I'm going to set new goals based on that. Okay. So the other thing that you can do to overcome these negative thoughts is to surround yourself with positive influences. Oh my gosh, you guys, this one is so, so big. And guess what? It's not just in-person influences. It is doing a whole like overhaul, taking a look at where you're spending your time, your extra time in your day. And if it is on social media, 
you need to do a little digging. You need to do a little reflection on what kind of accounts you're following, on what kind of people you welcome into your life, and ask yourself if when you are done interacting with that person, whether virtually or in person, do you have more joy? Do you feel better because of it? Or are you stuck in the comparison game? Are you feeling worse? Are you feeling less than? Like, And if you are, you need to unfollow. And there are ways to do it, even if they are friends. Or unfriend, however you need to do it, you need to get that out of your life. If it's not bringing you joy, if it is making you compare yourself, it is making you feel less than, you need to get it out. This is why like, one of the number one rules I have in our groups is that we don't post pace. Like, I don't want to know your pace. I love you. Like, you can tell me if you want me to know. You can send me a message with your pace, but we do not post it because it is this place that we've created. I want it to be like the safest place to be able to, to say like that, that run sucked or like that felt good. And us to be talking about what workout we're on because we are all on a three workout a week plan. But I never want it to be about like, and I did this. Now, I've had people who have, you know, talked to me about wanting to join our program and have been up, not upset with me, but have said like, well, I don't want to be a part of a group if I can't go in and, you know, brag about, and, and I'm, I didn't make up that word. This is the word that the person used. If I can't brag about my accomplishments, then I, I don't want to be a part of that group. And I'm like, okay, there are so many groups like that, you guys. There are so many public free Facebook groups that you can go in where it is a, truly a brag board. And, and for some people, maybe that works. It doesn't work for most. And so I don't want that created in my space where we're talking about like, I ran this pace, yada, yada, yada. Like that's a personal goal. What we are here for is surrounding ourselves with positivity. And because of that, we are also connected. We all feel like we're on the same journey, right? Like, and I talked about this a little bit last time, but like if we were running with each other every day, there would be that, you know, that little subconscious reflection on comparing myself to other people, which could put you in a downward spiral kind of thing. So do an audit, do an audit, take into account who is around you personally, physically, socially, um, take a look at social media. How are you spending your time and get rid of anything. If I'm scrolling through and I happen to be following an account and I've seen it like one or two times, it makes me feel like less than, I instantly hide it. And maybe you think like, okay, well, should we really be avoiding our, you know, things that things that make us uncomfortable? Well, here's my message to that is social media is nothing more, and you've heard this a million times, than a highlight reel. Like it's not reality. And so when I start comparing myself to something that's not reality and feeling like I'm doing something wrong, like I'm just not interested in trying to make myself process that and have it fit into my life. Like I'm I'm done. Like I don't need it, right? Like I don't need it. So I'm just going to get it out, get it out and be done. I can maybe reflect on what about that I was feeling, like what, what feelings were coming up for me and think about maybe why that is and then do some gratitude journaling about like what I'm truly grateful for, which is on my list of things that you can do for that negative self-talk. Gratitude journaling is an amazing one. It is so good and I don't think we do that enough. I think it's just one of those things where it's like extra. We have so much going on that it's hard to make time to do that. But gratitude journaling is such a great idea and you can you can journal your gratitude journal can be about all kinds of different topics. You can do like, a, like, like, you know, I always think of it as looking at your life from an aerial view. Like in our life, we have so many different components in, in play here, right? We have like 
our careers, we have our families, we have our social um, interactions, our friends, we have our spiritual life, we have our physical life, like, our, you know, our health and wellness, like all of those different components. Like if we were to have a drone and take a look at our life from an aerial view, like all of those components hold different feelings for each of us. And so you can actually create a gratitude journal focusing on one of those components each time. And if you get to one and you're struggling a little bit with like, okay, I feel like I am not showing up for myself in this way, like maybe spiritually, right? Like my kids, you guys probably know I was born and raised Catholic and I feel like I'm the worst Catholic because I don't go to church and my kids aren't baptized. And, but I'll tell you, we, we talk about Jesus and we talk about God and um, my kids are fascinated by it. And they have been begging me even this week, like, Hey, can we go to church? Now we go to different churches. It's not that we only go to one and none of this really matters. But for me to say like, that's something that my kids have asked for. And I feel like I haven't spent a lot of time like exploring things spiritually with them. So that might be something that I want to work on that would make me feel good um, this week. And it's just, you know, it's just that simple. If we notice something when we're doing our gratitude journaling, our aerial view of the different components of our life, like, is there something that I feel like I could spend a little time on and, and make those changes? But I truly feel like if I didn't have running, balancing me out, you guys, if I didn't have time to process these thoughts and feelings, then taking an aerial view of my life would be completely overwhelming. But because I, I have that consistent routine in my life where I show up for myself, I feel like that gives me the patience. It gives me the outlet. It gives me the mental space to process things and to really think about it. So I might create a little handout for you guys um, on literally that aerial view of how to do like a little audit of the different things in your life and to see if, you know how you're feeling gratitude wise for each part of those lives because they're each part of those components because they are all so important and there's so much to be thankful for. And so we spend our time around positive people. We spend our time focusing on the positive things in our life that keeps that negative self-talk at bay. It's replacing it. We're literally moving it out and moving those positive thoughts in. Um, and then the last one I wanted to share is obviously my number one, which is engaging in self-care. For us, it looks like running. It can look like meditating. It can look like waking yourself up before your family wakes up so that you have some time for yourself. That was a game changer for me. I did that two years. No, I did that probably four years ago. And it has been life changing because I have that time to myself because we all need it. I've also been spending more time reading lately for the past, I would say the past maybe the past year, I've spent more time reading in my downtime in the evenings versus being on social media. And yes, it has been harder to be more present on social media, but I need that for my self-care. I need to detach a little bit. And so I've been able to read a lot of great books that way. So think about what self-care can look like for you. If you're already running with me, you already know you have that self-care nailed down. Your physical self-care is nailed down. You're showing up for yourself. Make sure you're being kind to yourself when it comes to your running and your goals, right? Um, but then think about like, are there any other tweaks I can make to give myself that little bit of time? Maybe it's quiet time in the car. Maybe it's listening to a podcast at some point. Maybe it's going for a walk later, whatever it is, just find time to insert that self-care. Because again, like if we are at max capacity and we don't allow ourselves to recharge, you guys know this, then you cannot serve anybody around you anyway. And the the golden rule is you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you don't fill your cup with something, you can't pour into anybody else anyway. So what's the point? You might as well take that time to yourself so that you can fill up your cup and then have the joy of sharing it with other people. So 
engaging in self-care is the most, in my opinion, important thing that you can do. And that positive self-talk, as I shared earlier, comes along with engaging in that self-care. You start to treat yourself differently. And always remember when you're talking to yourself, I need this reminder often too, like what would you say to the little girl or the little boy standing in front of you sharing these same thoughts? Like how would you help them reframe that? Because I know I certainly, if my daughter were to approach me and say some of the things that I've said to myself in the past, first I would just hug her and be like, oh my gosh, why would you think that, right? What made you think that? Did somebody say something to you? Like, I just want to protect her and say, like, I'm so sorry that you're having those thoughts and you know that's not true. And I would tell her how you're so smart and you're kind and you're beautiful, right? Like all of those things that she needs to hear. Well, take the time to do it to yourself. Even if you think that you're lying, do it anyway, because you will be programming your subconscious to have more of those thoughts and to treat yourself with compassion because you deserve it, you guys. And finally, I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't tell you that seeking support is also a very, very valuable option. I have seen therapists and counselors through my life during different times because they are just, it's so helpful to get a third-party perspective. Third-party, second-party, third-party, I don't know, to get a professional perspective on what's going on. So if you're struggling with this and you've you've done some of the work and you still feel like you're in this place, like I would tell my students, like if you feel like you're stuck, like you've done, you've used all the strategies, but you're just stuck in this place and you can't get out of it, seeking that support is, like the best thing that you can do. It is so healing. And I will say this, like not everybody fits everybody, right? Like, so if you do have a not great experience, that doesn't mean that you should be done. That means you should try again. You can try, you can try somebody else. You can ask for recommendations from other people. But I don't think like, I don't think there's much of a stigma around it anymore. Maybe in, maybe in, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I am in the mental health industry, so maybe my vision is skewed when it comes to if there is still a stigma around it. But it is literally just talking to somebody who can help you process your thoughts, and it is so powerful. I have gone before. Mike has gone before. We've gone together before. Like It's just super helpful. And if you feel like you're trying these things, but you're, you are just stuck in a place and you can't move past that, take the time to to seek that out because that's that's a priority. And once you, you, you're able to reflect on that and work through some of those feelings that you're stuck in, then all of the other things can start falling into place, right? I love you guys so much. Thank you for hanging out with me and letting me talk about, ramble on about all of the things that go through my mind when it comes to self-care and self-love and me just so badly wanting this feeling for everybody because it is such a release. Like it is such, I remember sitting in that place of just like hating myself really. And I, this, and I'm talking about back in my, probably my late twenties, my twenties, in my twenties, my late twenties. Definitely before having kids, I was so hard on myself. And even when I would try to journal, I would do it and end up writing terrible things about myself, like just so much negative self-talk. And it was such an ugly place to be in. Like, and of course, you know, we all look back and say, like, what were you even complaining about? That's what we all do, right? Like, if I knew that what I know now, blah, blah, blah. But seriously, like I look at all the things that I said to myself and all the time wasted. And I'm just so grateful that I found running and I and I had this you know, epiphany of reinventing myself as a runner. And then I found this community that's so supportive. And I'm just so grateful for it because it is a draining place to sit in. It is a draining place to sit in. And so it, it wastes time. It sucks energy. It, nothing good comes of it. So I just encourage you to hold your shoulders back today. Put your head up high. Take care of yourself. Show up for yourself. 
Even if you feel like you're lying, tell yourself the things that you need to hear. Tell yourselves that your inner child needs to hear that you would say to another child if you saw them come up and say the things that you're thinking. And then if you can't get yourself out of this place and you've tried and you've tried and you've tried and you're just stuck there, then seek some help, seek some support. And work on getting to that place so that you can live a so much more fulfilled life, not worrying about all of that stuff that really doesn't matter. I love you guys so much. We are doing our challenge. I have to remind you, it's probably when you're listening to this, when this is finally aired, it might be challenge week, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, It is our one chance to get into our group at the end of July. If you are interested and you're listening to this and you're not one of my runners, then head over to tinarepa.com forward slash run, get on the wait list so that you can be there for our challenge and just take all of this goodness in five days, five lives, 30 minutes each at eight o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time at night, followed by three workouts for the week that you'll post in our amazing group with your amazing hype squad. I love you guys so much. If you have any questions, reach out to me and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.